0: Welcome to the Left Wing Independent.ie's rugby podcast. I'm Will Slattery and this week myself and Luke Westrell sat down with Sunday Independent journalist Paul Kimmage after Paul and Luke had a bit of a Twitter back and forth on the issue of cheating in sport. I'm delighted to be joined in studio by Sunday Independent journalist Paul Kimmage and just to set the scene for the listener because this is obviously just an audio medium Paul has a copy of his book Rough Ride he has three ring binders, (laughs) a newspaper a notebook, a stack of papers, and another stack of papers under that. So, Luke, obviously... I'm a little lighter on the notes, Will. Yeah, well, I won't describe for the listener what you have in front of you. I don't want to put you to shame. I'm not Uh, trying to intimidate Paul here. um, (laughs) Yeah, so just for a little context for the listener, uh, Paul and Luke had a bit of a back and forth on social media yesterday. Paul wrote an article in the Sunday Independent last weekend about Jim Gavin and the Dublin team kind of expressing, I'd say, a bit of misgivings about how we reacted to winning the three in a row. Is that fair,
1: Paul? Uh, well, yeah, absolutely fair, yeah.
0: Um, and then off the back of that, he went on News Talk and talked a bit more about that, expounded on his point, and also talked about the ending of the game, the uh, kind of the manner with which Dublin pulled down the Mayo players at the last kick-out. That piece was kind of put in your timeline, Luke. You retweeted it with a comment, and the comment was... The comment was... Um, from your your comment. Oh, my comments. Just for... The, uh,
2: well, I may as well get it right here. Um, well, so I suppose... The the, the headline that grabbed my attention was, I'm not interested in guys who go out and cheat and act disgracefully, Um, to which I replied, didn't you take
0: amphetamines before a few races, or have I got that wrong? Then Paul responded with calling him a keyboard warrior, then they agreed to come on the podcast, now here we are. So Luke, what did you find so... Kind of objectionable initially when you read it, or or just to set it up.
2: Well, initially I suppose is the contradiction. Um, obviously, you know Paul has come clean about um, taking amphetamines. That's public. Uh, that's public knowledge, and a fair play to you for doing that. Uh, that's a, that must be a very difficult thing to do. Um But I suppose I thought it just it was a contradiction calling a, a bunch of guys I suppose who are, you know, working probably a nine to five job, uh, who are spending time away from from family who are spending time away, you know, from probably from work and probably, you know, making opportunities and work more difficult to come by by spending time doing all this training. And I said, to call them cheats, I just thought it was just unbelievable from someone who actually has cheated in sport. And that would be...
0: But that, cynical player, surely hmm. cynical player, regardless of whether they work 9 to 5 or whether they're professional athletes.
2: No, but I just think, uh, for me personally, I just thought that the, the use of the word cheats, to associate that with a team... A team like Dublin um, or any team that has, I mean, they're not cheating. They're playing within the rules. Uh, and I think it's all like, for me, the burden lies on the referee to referee cynical play. Um, you know, I, like, I, I, I mean, I suppose what was interesting about the article to me was that you felt that, you know, there was, a, there was an article, or sorry, there was a quote from me in the article saying that, you know, you thought Jim Gavin just say, look, if we can't win the game by kicking a points, you know, we, we shouldn't, we shouldn't be playing. And I said, well, does that leave any room for a great defender uh, or, or pragmatic play, like someone like a Mourinho or something like that? So I suppose, Paul, I mean, what do you think? Am, 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 I, am I way off? Am I, is any of that right, up for I, dispute? Or
1: I don't, I don't know what you're thinking, Luke, because uh, I've got your timeline here and you might be able to explain it to me because I've broken it down in detail as to how you arrived at your position there. Um, I mean, I think Tuesday Tuesday evening or Sunday evening you tweeted something about somebody having a go at the Dublin team, right? That was the Sunday evening.
2: By Jim Gavin,
1: yeah. A generic Mm. about the unfairness of uh, people having a go at the Dublin team. That was fair enough. That's Sunday evening. And then I wake up on uh, Monday morning and I see this tweet in my timeline from you. Didn't you take amphetamines before a few races? Or do I have that wrong? Linked to the the off-the-ball tweet about a quote taken from the interview I did that day. I'm there interesting guys who go out and cheat. And this was a surprise to me because, as I said, or I have said previously, I don't respond to people who are abusive to me me on Twitter, uh, deliberately abusive. But I always check who it is to see what they're profile is and to see whether they deserve a response. And what surprised me from you, and I reacted with uh, Keyboard Warrior, with just a snapshot of what you tweeted, was we're sitting now in the offices of independent newspapers here. And uh, shortly after you started working here, uh, I made an approach to uh, Dave Courtney, the head of sport, with a request for an interview, whether you would sit down and talk to me, as I've done these two-page spreads uh, about rugby players and their careers. And you, the client, which is absolutely within your right, and I totally respected you for doing that. Uh, I followed you on Twitter. I've followed your work ever since. So it is a surprise to me, given we work in the same building, and given you had a question you wanted to ask me, and given the respect I had afforded to you, that you could not afford the same courtesy to me by going to Dave Courtney. What's Paul's uh, phone number? Let me have it. Let me ask him a question. I think that was a basic courtesy I was due. So that's where Keyboard Warrior came from. Luke doesn't want to engage with me in a, in a two-page interbu- interview, but does want to engage with me on Twitter. I followed that tweet up with with a, a another one offering you. Uh, an opportunity to come on your podcast and to answer all of your questions, and that I would ask some questions of you. I am now sitting in that chair. I am prepared to answer all of your questions and indeed to ask some of you. So let's go back to your question and let's take it from there. Wow. Yeah. Is that okay?
2: Yeah, that sounds great. Do you want me to cover the, the, the reason why I didn't do the interview with you? Is that, was, there, no, was there a I, question I talk, in there? No.
1: People, people, people turn me down for interviews all of the time. I totally mm. respect that. Mm. I'm under no, they're under no obligation to talk to me. I totally respect that. Uh, well, Luke, I'm happy to answer. I feel like you... you, no, you no, I, my... no, that's not well, the issue, okay, Luke. Well, that isn't the issue. That isn't the issue. Please, that's not the issue. Okay, all right. I, that, you, that you are totally within your rights to do that. That's your decision. I Perfect. don't have a problem with that at all. As I say, this is where I have a problem. Didn't, didn't you take me for uh, a few races? Or do I have that wrong? Okay, that's the that's the issue here, right? Now, is that incorrect? Is uh, that a, well? I'm I'm going okay, to explain sorry, that. Apologies. So, uh, now a lot of people thought that, me included, that was a cheap shot. Okay, but you were born six weeks before I used amphetamines for the first time, and three weeks before I used them for the third and last time. Okay, uh, in September of 1987. Um, so, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt that you did not know uh, what the context of that was uh, and that you do not know it now. Uh, and nobody would know. Nobody would know about it either if I hadn't written this book, Rough Ride. Well, do you think was, that's which, okay then?
0: I just want to hear what you think. Yeah, okay, oh, say, oh, yeah. sure. Sorry, please.
1: So, 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 nobody would know about me taking amphetamines either. If I hadn't written this book, which was published in May 1990, and I've just signed a copy there. Paul, so oh, thank you very much. A look. So <laughs> it's, it's a good theory, read. I read it myself. And so it, I so signed that. Thank you very much. So you'll be a bit more informed <clears> about the context of what that was about. So I could very easily have uh, kept my mouth shut sure about what I did. I could very easily have kept my mouth shut sure about what I'd seen. I could very easily have kept my mouth shut sure about everything in professional cycling because I had a job. I retired just like you, uh, slightly younger at the age of 27. After four years of professional, I had a job to go into. Uh, I had friends in the peloton. I could very easily have done what you've done now in making the transition and being uh, on board with everybody in your sport. That was the choice that was over to me. It wasn't the choice I, I took. Mm-hmm. And the reason I did not take that choice was I believed that I have a responsibility, had a responsibility, and have a responsibility to the next generation of young cyclists who are coming through. So they would not have to face the choices that I made. So that was the reason that book was written. It was published in May 1990. And again, you are only, what, three years old at that stage. So I don't expect you to, uh, well, to, understand, to understand the reaction that got. But I'm going to give you a little idea now here. Here's a front page of the Evening Press... From Saturday, May 26, sixth, nineteen ninety. I'll ask you to read that out. Give me the courtesy of reading what that says. Mm. Which part here? The headline. Of the evening press on May 26, 1990, The bit A about week Roach. after Yeah, the week after the book was was published.
2: Roach may sue over late lace. Yeah.
1: Now you probably don't know who Steve Roach is. He, I was, do like, know he Roach was like Roach the so. Brian O'Driscoll of Cycling at that time, a massive name <clears> and a great friend of mine. So you can understand how difficult that would have been being for me to mm. see. Me being taken to yeah. task by my best friend Absol- on the front page of the Evening Press.
2: Paul, can I can I start? Uh, so I'll listen. just give you the
1: context. Yeah, absolutely. Like, look, okay. and, and I have to say,
2: that was a really brave thing to do. Can I? Can, I'm going to commend you on that, right straight away. But what I would say is, I, when, when why we're here is the association with another team calling them cheats. I just think it's. Do you, do you I, think I'm, it's okay? I'm, can I no, look? Can I let you have a, a bit. Am I a, finished? A bit of, I'm not
1: finished. By well, the we've way. only got a certain amount yeah, of time. Yeah, we, we, don't, know, we do, do, honestly, don't want to go through the whole. Thing. I'm, let's have a I'm bit gonna of gonna conversation. I'm going to make a few more points, and then and can then we can have, have a conversation. To, let's let's to go go to this. cover this point first. Let's cover this point well, first. I'm sorry. You asked me. You asked. You, you asked me a question on Twitter. Mm. I came in here on the understanding you're going to allow me to answer that question. Now, unless you allow me to answer the question, no, okay,
2: fine. Continue. That, okay, fire away. Fire away, Paul. You're going to have to. Okay. Are we going to have any discussion though? We are going to have a discussion. No,
1: no.
0: It is going well, a little bit yeah. long. I long. not want to I give wasn't, you an opportunity. I wasn't, I wasn't, guys, come on, let's just settle down. I wasn't told
1: I was going to be under time pressure here.
0: Uh, well, well there's, there's not a set time, but we can't oh, go on great. for hours. Well,
1: let's go. We're not going to go on for hours. I'm okay, going to make perfect. some points. Okay, okay. Okay. I'm going mm. to make some points. And when I finish making those points, I'm going to hand it completely over to Luke. And he can spend as long as he wants responding to those points. Is that okay? Is that we, fair? It's oh, It might be hard to... Absolutely, Paul, I completely agree with you. That's fair. Can I say
2: one thing? It's gonna be fairly hard to respond to a lot of points. Yeah, this is all why, like don't we,
1: why don't we go with maybe one no, point?
2: No. no, I'm happy for you to get all your points across, but let's go with one point I'm at a, a, a cheater.
1: time. You've called me a cheater who has called out cheats. Now I think I, I deserve I think I deserve the right of response to that. Oh I think you're absolutely right no, and you will and that's get that's what that. I'm gonna do. No, you will get that. But can we can we cover this first point I'm first? going to get I'm going to get to where you wanna get. If you just allow me the core. Perfect, keep okay. On. Okay. All
2: right. So we would like to have we would like we to talk, have, we, we, we have, would like to talk have, in this I, uh, podcast as well Paul right yeah, so well, I'll let, tell you
1: what you can do if mm-hmm. you're not happy what I'm with the points I'm about to make you can cut what I'm about to say and continue on where you think it's appropriate I'll give you I've got my tape recorder running there so wherever I ask you'll be running in the Sunday independent but if you want to make this shorter for convenience sake but by all means do but this is what's my position on this okay okay sorry. now so 2 months after this after this was published, I went back to the Tour of France to face all of those people, to face all of those <laughs> people who were seriously pissed off that I had uncovered the Omerta at the heart of this sport. They were not happy with me at all. Some of my best friends spat in my face when I went back there. So that isn't fun, okay? Uh, uh, so in 1991, I'm a sports writer, like you, just setting out on that first year. And I'm actually at the World Cup with your father, believe it or not. And your father is having a fight, taking a fight to the IRFU about conditions and, and I'm on his side. I'm on his side for that. I'm helping him with that. In 1992, I stand beside Gary O'Toole in his bid to expose a paedophile swimming coach, George Gibney. I'm standing beside him doing all that. In 1996, I'm one of a handful of journalists to ask questions of the performances of Michelle Smith. In 1998, the Tour de France comes to Dublin, my hometown, and I'm still being treated as an outcast by the sport. Now, I hope you don't get treated like that when the World Cup comes here. But anyway, you would understand how hurtful that would be Absolutely. when it does come and you've done what you did for the sport. In 1999, uh, I write a column in the Sunday Independent asking questions about Lance Armstrong after he wins his fourth turn to France. Okay? Ten years later, I'm still fighting that fight okay? against Ooh. Lance Armstrong. Now, in 2011, cycling has some new heroes. And I lose my job at the Sunday Times because of the position I take with regard to those heroes, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, I lose my job. A month after I lose my job, I get a letter from the World Government Cycling Body. for the president of the UCI, uh, a registered letter to my house. I have no work, all right? This is in... December of 2012. Now, this is what the ring binders are, Luke. This is what I've brought in these two massive ring binders here. Just to uh, give you a sense, Paul, Paul, just uh, to give you a sense, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to read everything out. Okay, please. Oh, I <laughs> <hope not. On laughs> haven't got all night I'm just going to read the first letter. <laughs> Dated uh, January 12th, uh, 2012. On request of the Federal Department of Justice and Police in Bern, Switzerland, I am for- forwarding you judicial doc- documents in French and English translation of the Tribunal Cantonal of there, the second December 20th. OK, so that was the start of it, OK? Mm-hmm. And you can see there's two hefty, sorry, mm-hmm. hefty ring binders there, right? And those hefty ring binders represent five years and five months of me being sued by the World Cycling Governing Body, OK, and by Pat McQuaid, and by the former president. Five years and five months. That's all, it's all documented there. Every correspondence I had, with them, five years and five months. Now, that was not fun. And I'm not asking anybody to feel sorry for me. The reason I'm making those puns and the reason I'm sitting here is that is my job, okay? And if you look back, on, you, can, you can take all this stuff away and you can look back on my 27 years now in sports journalism. And I think it's obvious that I stand for certain things, okay? Now I'm going to ask you, Luke, what do you stand for? What do you stand for? Because I've been, you, it's, it's...
0: Well, can we cycle back to the original question I'm asking. About the I'm asking game? Him,
1: I'm asking, I'm getting to the Dublin team now. I want to ask him what he stands for, okay? Because what do I Because you, you, you sat in here in November 2016. It was your first uh, left wing. And uh, we both watched Robbie Henshaw Robbie being ne- nearly decapitated by one of the New Zealanders in, in the Aviva. And you described it as disappointing. I described it as disgraceful. Hmm. Right? Listen, Paul, look, and and I think this is actually, look, I actually feel like we actually
2: might be on the same page in a lot of things. Well, all right. And I think that, that might okay. surprise you, given my response. Yeah, I'll, I'll try and enlighten you here. Listen, all of this stuff, I have to, I have to say, I, I think you're an unbelievably brave journalist for what you went through. I've got to say that. I think you're a dog with a bone with that stuff. So you're the right man to
1: try and clean up the sport. Brave. Hold on. I'm, I'm a bully. I bully ch- people in no response. Paul, uh, can you let me finish, please? I can't, I let you, I am, Paul, I can't stay Paul, quiet. excuse me. I'm bitter.
2: I think yeah. all this work is fantastic. What do I stand for? I think cleaning up sports and getting doping out of sports is a great... Let me, let me finish, please. I, I, let finish. I, I completely agree with you. I want a clean sport as well. I want a clean sport. So explain the issue you had, then. My issue is that... And, and to go back to the original point is... I have a problem with you calling a bunch of guys cheats when you've uh, would you would uh, have you cheated in sport have you cheated
1: well i think it's perfectly well, obvious well, 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 perfectly obvious so you're saying have. you have uh, perfecti- is that what you're saying perfectly obvious that i have
2: uh, and i suppose the point you're making about it being for whatever three weeks do you think that's okay then
1: did i say it was okay have you ever tried to excuse what i did you haven't read that so i mean i'll let you read and go back to me if you want to ask me again but,
0: well uh, you know. But cheat is an amount of word, Paul. Do you regret using it in the context of the Dublin? D-
1: no, cheat. Cheat is not an the word. Cheat is a fact. This is what—that's what happened on Sunday. That's what happened on Sunday. Now I'm going. Uh, hold on a second. One, one Do you point. Think a team sport one point. That, the, one the, point. Okay. I asked you where you stand. Okay. And this is—and I'm going to address cheating now with some questions for you about cheating because you've had some with me. Hmm? Uh, I asked you where you stand uh, in your year uh, on this podcast and. Uh,
2: We only just started the podcast. In interviews interviews
1: you've done. In your year of retirement, let's Mm -hmm. put it like that. In your year of retirement, you did something that I really, really admired. I I wish I could say it was multiple times, but it was was one time. And the one thing you did I really admired was when you stood up and made a very valid point about the residency rules and how unfair they were. Paul, like I said, I think we've
2: got a lot more in common than you think.
1: And how unfair they were. And I've got what you said at the time. And I'm going to read it out here, just so people don't think I'm, I'm, I'm being am uh,
2: I actually saw the same. I was doing a bit of research unfair. as well. Um, yeah.
1: so, like I said, I think there's, we have okay, a lot of this common is the ground residency. here, Paul. No, no, This is important, mm-hmm. what I'm going to say now. I don't know if being born in a different part of the world makes you a better player. If they're not making their international teams, why would we be taking them? Is that an admission we're not as good as them? I'm sure it is. Would it affect me if there was a guy from another place getting picked ahead of me? I've been in that spot, and it does piss you off. You've you've come a long way through the system, and then all of a sudden, some guy comes in and is perceived to be better because he's from a different place. And it's let that let's get this guy in. It's really disappointing. It really dilutes it. What's the point? It's like barbarians versus barbarians. Why that? I do not understand that. Get, I thought that was tremendous. Did you get stick for that? I got. Listen, I got a huge amount
2: of stick well, for. Well, it. i come to the stick, but I'm actually, going to tell you the but, stick but you But I actually got it. a lot of messages from guys who were playing. Who, agreed with you. Who agreed with me? But look, these Wait, guys are in positions where uh, these guys are in positions where, and, and I think this is going to touch on some of the stuff. Uh, just some of your, I suppose, your work on rugby. You know, I was just, I was just scanning through through some of the articles, Paul. Can where I, you were saying Can I finish that this point? Oh, on, oh yeah, yeah, let's the, finish on, that off first. Yeah, yeah, course, course, yeah, yeah And then you can come on, right? Perfect, so yeah. you
1: got great praise, uh, Jerry Tarley in the Irish Times. Luke Fitzgerald has certainly stoked the ambers of the current debate regarding the vexed three-year residency rule. It was revealing that the former Irish utility back admitted that it pissed him off to see players eligible under the residency rule usurp him in an Irish team, and that both the Ireland team and the international rugby were being diluted in the process Fitzgerald's comments are a reminder that retired players are free to speak their minds than current players Fitzgerald would have been highly reluctant to express such forceful concerns while playing alongside teammates who qualified to play for Ireland in this manner Ronan O'Gara has never been shy about declaring his views honestly and fair play to him for that so there's the the result of when you stand up against something that you think is wrong there's praise for you
0: it's funny but but when you actually repeated that point on air you got a bit of stick you got more stick Polar than Luke, probably. Pornica, well, I'm Polar
1: coming Pornic to Ralecullo that Ralecullo now, as well. I'm, and in I'm fairness, I'm coming to that now. Okay. This, is, this is important. I thought you we were gonna.
2: Were we gonna finish on that point? So, yeah. Well, what were we, so you you got stick for that.
1: This guy on February 28. This loon, because you deal with him as well as I do. This okay. loon tweeted into you. It's hard not to like CJ Stander and his wife, unless, of course, you're bitter like Luke Fitzgerald, <laughs> right? I look, I suppose. Now, do you remember what you replied to this guy? I actually don't. I'll no tell idea. you. Let me tell <laughs> you. Let me tell you what you're applied to. And, and now, now I, want it, I want you to answer this, OK? I want you to answer this. Okay. This is how you're applied to him. You're confusing me with Paul Kimmage. My, <laughs> oh, issue, <God>. my <laughs> issue is with the IRB, which I have made clear countless times. So this is what I want you to tell me, Luke. We both stand up for the same thing, but you do it because you believe it's the right thing. And how do I do it? Because it's bitter. Why am I bitter if we both stand up for the same thing? Why do you attribute bitterness to me for the same point?
2: I'll oh, answer if you give me a chance. Look, uh, obviously. That was good research. <laughs> that was excellent research. Yeah. Well, look, uh, the reason I feel I, I just. When I. Like, like even when we're, when we're talking to each other here, you're pointing in my, in my face. You're very, very aggressive. Uh, and I think off the back of that, uh, my views on you would be that you're bitter. And I think that. Uh, or maybe not bitter, but you're angry. You're angry about something, Paul. Are you angry about something? I, I actually want to know. I've been watching you from afar. Like I said, some of the things we do agree on. But are you angry about how, like, what I feel, like, like when well, I think a lot of what people would feel and would mirror my feelings that you're on a crusade all the time. And I think, by the way, some of the stuff is really important to do. But I suppose what I would ask you, and especially a crusade against rugby, have you ever been, can I just, let me just finish my point here. I suppose, have you ever been, you, you were in the cycling world, you knew what was going on, you were in the depths there. And I think you, you felt like you were informed enough to to go after them there, and you felt you were doing the right thing. Have you ever been close enough to a rugby setup? Have you ever been in day to day? I've been in eating breakfast, eating lunch, eating dinner with guys, sleeping in the same rooms, guys. Like I I feel very impassioned to say to you that. Everything that I saw in my time there was unbelievably clean. So all I can, the only conclusion I can draw is that you're either trying to court, uh, you know, controversy or you're angry and you're just having an attack, a wild attack, at, at, I suppose, at, at the sport that I love so much. Am I right? Are you, are you angry at something?
1: Well, you say I'm trying to court controversy. I've just produced five years and five months of legal documents. You think that's fun? You think I do that for fun? You think I get kicks out of that? You think oh, I get well, I... kicks out of my best friend? Uh, going to the, to the evening the press in 1990? I absolutely You think you've got kicks out of the abuse and you wonder why I'm angry. Two days ago, you're calling me uh, bitter. Uh, I didn't call you bitter two days ago. Well, you called me bitter in February. Two days ago, you called me a big a, mout, uh, a bully. Yes or no, a but bully? Look at you now, you're raising your voice. Someone called you and that. You don't in, get angry
2: about it. Uh, listen, Paul, in this, in, we're, we're looking to have a debate here, a discussion.
1: No, no I'm holding a, you account. That's I'm fine. holding you to account. You can do that account. in lots of ways. And you can, look. You I'm can sh- holding
2: you to account for what you said about me. And you're well, and you're listen. You're entitled to do that in any way that 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 you want and that you see fit. What I would say is, and you talk about you're it. You telling I, me I'm I,
1: shouting and I'm angry. Well, you, you're kind of so not entitled to you, shout and be angry because, you could because you, you've listen,
2: insulted me. Oh, no, I, I actually what I just said was that you're more entitled. You're entitled to do that any way you want. Now, what I would say is, okay, I would exactly, feel. Like, yeah, oh, absolutely. Listen, right, it's a free okay. country. What I would say is. I don't think it helps you with this whole unworthy thing that you're going on about rugby. People feel, and I know myself, I would have avoided doing work with you because I feel like there's a chance that you're going to be angry, uh, that you're going to be aggressive with me, uh, and that things won't go well. And I would feel that there's a big and, and listen, feel this, the weight of that. This Paul, okay. this work is unbelievable, you know what that is? and you were hang on. You know let what me that fin- is? Can I just finish? The, all of this work is unbelievable. It is incredible. You were on the inside. You saw it all. You were informed there. My opinion was, would you feel like you're informed about what goes on inside a rugby a rugby? I just handed setup? you a
1: binder there. Is this all paper well, What's in it? What's we, in don't, it? we don't, yeah, talk yeah, you I, I I don't to through you the whole
0: binder. Just give us a, a quick...
1: Well, well, do I open it and have a look?
0: Well, am I going to go through the whole thing? No, have have
1: a I didn't ask you.
2: What's all this? Is this all the, the medical stuff?
1: That's, that's is a, this from inside itself? That's a folder. Setup? That's a folder about doping in rugby.
2: But is there anything from inside a setup, which was my question? So, Paul, Paul, in your opinion, have you been inside? Have you been? Has, have you, has anyone inside a setup given
0: you an interview?
1: Well, where, do you, where have you been for the last five years, Paul? When you say oh, Paul, have been Roby, here.
0: What, you, what kind of picture do you think exists? Or, or...
1: I've asked Luke. Now, I've asked you where you've been. Uh... I've been, Paul. I've
2: been in the country. I've, I've been inside these setups. I have. You were looking for an, an interview with someone who's been inside the setups. I'm happy to answer your question that. I've just told you.
1: i have I've asked ca- me, have I been inside Have setup? you been inside a setup? Well, you think I invent all this stuff? No, no, no. i me tell you, you. Let me tell you. Since this folder here is, is cuttings and information I've got on doping and rugby. From okay, people inside the setup? Let me tell you where it started. Let me tell you where it started.
2: With Benizek, who's retired oh, you, 20 years. Oh, you've
1: miraculously, you've remembered He's, Lauren he, he
2: didn't even play professional. He didn't even play professional. It was 20 years ago, Paul. Uh, have you been look could you answer the question though have you been inside have you talked to anyone inside oh, the saying.
0: Irish I'm team I'm
1: going to ask you to read something out now again I oh, oh, is, you, Paul it's not going to work if you have stop Paul, and read every can, two can seconds can we answer oh, could, could you answer the this question please do you want to read what that says that, that there What's that say? That's from a paper.
0: I'm asking you no, have I'm you asking se-
1: you to read it. A wake-up...
0: <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm asking not, you to read it. This isn't going to work.
1: <laughs> I'm asking you to read what the paper says. i ask you a question first okay, and I'll expect read it. an answer. It's, the, it's, it's from the Sunday Tribune in the October 11th, 1998. The Sunday Tribune, Irish newspapers, a wake-up call to clean up rugby. Now, this is 1998. This Luke. is 19 years ago. Oh, so everything got cleaned up. Oh, it stopped. Okay, what, is this the well, three okay. players who it were... It stopped in 1998, didn't the three it? Irish players? Let
2: me, Okay, look. What I will, and this is it I want, I, I want to answer well, you, right? That's the only sport well, that's ever
1: happened. Pa-
2: Paul, can I say something about my sport and from my experiences inside inside the setup? They are endeavouring to do their best. It is still a young professional sport. Have they got some things wrong in the course? I'm sure they have. I'm not a doctor. I, what we're doing is we're trusting guys with 10 years' experience to make the call on this, who are in, in terms of treating people, in terms of getting people right. We're, we're trusting these people. To, to, to make calls to make those calls because they're experts right do they get things wrong are they still learning they are Will uh, they are because this is the now, first generation g- of players F- with F- this
0: F- new ultra muscled physique the one that Lauren Benazic raised concerns about this would be the first generation of players who had it. even when Brian just got started the players were still in mm. baggy jerseys it was all shapes and sizes so we won't really know Maybe the effects and damage that's being Absolutely. done until ten years time, perhaps. Paul,
2: well, that's an unbelievable point you make, and I and I have to say I think Paul has the same concerns as well. Can I answer from inside? So, look, I, I suppose I'm, 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 I'm a little you, bit I'm lucky. Can kind of I two seconds? I've 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 been very lucky. I grew up with my dad, who who Paul knows, who, who played rugby in the amateur era uh, through the 80s and into the early nineties. And I suppose get, I've I've been able to get a glimpse of what training programs were like when he was playing. Uh, all these kind of guys and the difference, guys. Uh, in terms of the technology, in terms of the work ethic, in terms of the, just the knowledge is incredible. Like, like and, and as I alluded to earlier on, uh, in terms of some of the doping kind of allegations, uh, in terms of some of the stuff, like, we've, we've entrusted... The doctors, the medical experts, on this to make the calls. The players aren't making the calls on this Paul. It's and and by the way, we've entrusted Wada to 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 and, and I, listen. Those guys are in all the time. There's a I'd say you get three. You or four said guys you got in.
0: four tests a year on average.
2: I would say probably about that. Yeah, uh, and and obviously some guys seem to get picked out a little bit more if they look a little bit bigger than that. But uh, listen. All I can say is I ate breakfast and lunch in Leinster every day with all those guys. I I, I went on uh, probably once every two weeks. I was two days away with, with, with people living in a room with them. If there was any kind of anything untoward going on, uh, especially in the player group, you'd know about it. You're, you're sleeping in the same room as the guy. Um, and what I would say, Paul, is to, to the allegations about, or, well, not the allegations, I suppose, but your concerns about player health, uh, which I actually think, by the way, um, if, if you're going that tack with it, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not actually, sorry, I'm not sure you're going that tack with it. If you're talking about player concern about the use of kind of things like anti-inflammatories, uh, TUEs, just in terms of paracetamol Injection, you know, you know, injections, fangling injections, uh, This kind of stuff, right? Um, if you were talking about concern for a guy's welfare, um, uh, which I think you are, maybe I'm not, I'd, I'd like well, you, you to me- clarify you your position on that. You
1: mentioned Benazesh. You mentioned Benazesh and straight away, this is a fellow who played 20 years ago. That's exactly the point he's making. The medicalisation of performance in rugby. That's exactly what he's... There, a, those are exactly the points he's making. Yeah. The abuse of cortisone, the abuse of, of anti-inflammatories, the abuse of caffeine, the abuse of painkillers. But do you think... Well, see, well, well, I the Paul, addiction, I, the addiction. I've got more cuttings there of players now, rugby, rugby players in England, who have come out addicted to painkillers now. OK? Paul, listen, they will The highest number of positive tests in any sport in England last year was rugby union players. Well, then they're doing their job. Or they're not catching the but case. you just told me there's no doping in rugby. This is all something I invented well, I, I, 20 I, I, years ago. No, no, ago. hang on. I so said we, in what so I've we, seen... What, what is it?
2: I've said in what I've seen, Paul, eh, don't don't pin me down to something that I haven't said. What I said is what I've seen in the setups in, in in Leinster and in Ireland, what I saw every day, there's absolutely no evidence to support your kind of suspicion in this area. But the, I, what, you, you, as, you've as, been looking oh, for... Hang you, on. You've been looking that, for an interview. You tell me that. When you, you,
1: you haven't got a clue. Luke with respect you haven't got a Great clue what I know guys, you haven't got a clue what I know or well, who's come to me and who's knocked on my door and who's told me Paul you need to have a look at this you see really you really insult my intelligence when you say I've been inside I know what goes on you know nothing because you don't know what I know you well, don't know you been, who's knocked on my door I must door. have missed you Paul you Paul, were where I was last Paul, five years is, I must is, have your, missed you. is
0: your concern chiefly the medicalisation in terms of the abuse of painkillers or it's the both. performance it's, enhancing it's, it's both and which one would be a greater concern?
1: Well, both are, are equal. Well, in terms
2: of that, though, do you think that these things... Do you think these things make you a better player?
0: Which The painkillers? The, 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 the painkillers? Pain the... Do you think
1: these things are performance-enhancing drugs? I'm not even going to address that. I'll tell you what I'll ask you, Luke. Can I ask you whether well, you, you just can't choose? Can I you?
2: But you cannot just choose. I'm asking you a question here. Do you think these things are performance-enhancing drugs? You asked
0: the question in the column last year, pain... Painkilling and performance enhancing. Yeah. So which, which way do you... Ultimately? I'm going to ask
1: Luke what his, what his opinion I on ask is. I asked you... Paul, I just asked so you the question. i answer the question. Answer, please, okay, and so I'll ask, answer yours. But I didn't play rugby. I never took painkillers. Okay, so I'm going to ask you, did you use painkillers when you were playing rugby? So you're
2: saying rugby? you don't know. So you're saying you don't know. Did like,
1: you, I'm going to ask you, did you use painkillers when you were playing rugby? Did I use painkillers when I was yeah. playing
2: rugby? Jesus, Paul, from time to time I did. What I would like to know is...
1: When did you use them? Paul, did, I you ever, did you ever take them of, before, as they are being used regularly now? And if, I don't know if you saw it Callan. The cannon. only
2: time I ever took... Before you went those,
1: out to play. The only time I ever took anything like
2: that, Paul, was on under the direction of a doctor. Now, do you think they're performance enhancing? So, I,
1: I asked a... Will you please answer my question? Uh, Will, can you get...
2: Uh,
0: Paul, could you I'm answer his answer. question?
1: Do you please. think they're performance enhancing? Absolutely, and totally performance enhancing. Absolutely. What is rugby? And, and, and the, the are you,
2: hang on, are you speaking from a position you just said there that you were a cyclist, you've never taken painkillers. Yeah. So how would you know? Because I was
1: an idiot. But how would you I mean, know? I was an
2: idiot. No, you weren't, because you were trying to get an edge, uh, you know, you were trying to get an edge with amphetamines. No, no, so I was
0: an idiot. You were,
1: well, yeah. I was an idiot because I took amphetamines for three races where there was uh, it's no it's money okay at stake okay where I wasn't. Well, no, 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 it's it's okay, okay to
0: take amphetamines for three races. To go back yeah. on, on the on the painkilling issue and performance enhancing, we had a chat about this earlier. If you can't play a match without getting an injection, is that not by the definition enhancing your performance if you literally cannot perform without taking it?
2: Well, I absolutely do not think... I, I suppose, you don't think so? I don't think so. I think if you... Look, as long as... Th- what I would be concerned about, because I know these things... More often than not, when you do these things, right? I've seen guys... I've seen it in the setups. I've seen it here and there. When, it, when a doctor's giving you the advice and he said, look, I don't think you're going to cause any more damage here. Uh, I think it's worth taking the risk. Or, or what he says is not worth taking the risk. I've seen both sides of that, right? Now, what I would say is... Um, like, do these things make you better? In my experience, everyone usually guys play worse when they're on this. Show. it does not enhance your performance in here, which is what I was saying, which is why I have a big issue with Paul. But what uh, is the is that, argument if you cannot perform without it? Well, I suppose if you can't go to work um if because you've got a headache and you take a paracetamol, well, okay. uh, is, is that is that okay?
1: The question the, the like, I mean, I'd like the, same that. Thing? the way I'd like to, to phrase it is, and I've had this conversation with some of your former teammates, is is this. Uh, one of your former teammates admitted that he, before every game, regimentally, he took two painkillers. Okay? And I said, well... Uh, is that not doping? And he says, no. I said, why? Well, I said, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't on any band list. It wasn't on any band list, so I wasn't breaking any rules. And I said, but why were you, why were you taking the, uh, Was he taking the doctor's instructions? Why were, you, why were you taking, why were you taking the painkillers if you weren't trying to, find what, what's it, what is the essence of sport? The ability to endure pain. Now, if you're taking painkillers, you are you are negating that. That's a way of not your friends. Well, well, why, why haven't you? You disagree, this guy? but your, your 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 teammate absolutely. I never t- I never looked at it like that. He said. Oh well, listen. I think what what I
2: and what I would say is, and I alluded to this earlier on, is that you're taking if you're. Well, it doesn't sound like this guy who remains nameless, by the way. Uh, kind of convenient uh, that he does. But, well, most yeah. inconvenient to me but anyway yeah it is inconvenient for you Paul because yeah. I think you can bring it up in this scenario and not actually back it up with any fact now, are what they I only say, to quote about what Donald O'Connell says and what Paul O'Connell says I can no, do that very easily let's cover this guy would who's that, taking these two painkillers would you like killers. to hear he what taking, they say about but, it but is he taking would you want like to hear
1: what they say about the abuse of painkillers let me sport. finish my
2: point would you say then that if he's taking these things under the direction of a doctor if it's within the, the, the rules of the sport that it's wrong I know for a... Fa- I know. If I could
0: come in for a second, yeah, I'd, I'd fire the doctor. I read a good piece in, in Rugby World about the abuse of painkillers in rugby and Jack Berger, Sarsen's flanker, hard-hitting flanker, he said by the end of his career in Saracens, he was taking painkillers every single day. If he was taking them under the direction of a doctor and he said that that was safe to do so, then that's not a problem. If he was self-medicating, Lewis we've got Mo- a different issue. L- Lewis Moody says he has inflammation of the colon now, and he says it's because he took so much painkillers during his career.
1: Well, obviously someone was giving him bad advice, and they should go back to the doctor. Now, do you want to talk about cheating? Because you were very keen to get onto that a minute, a minute ago. Oh, yeah, about cheating. Absolutely. Yeah, okay, let's okay. talk about well, it. I've so. got a question about cheating because you asked me about cheating. I'm going to ask you about cheating. Did you play in the? uh Did you play in the Bloodgate game in in 09 in Harlequins? I did. You did. I thought you did. Uh, and. Obviously a player uh, takes a blood capsule and he comes up. How would you ascribe what he did? Would you would you ascribe that as che- would you describe that as cheating or, or what would you how would you frame that, Luke? Jesus, really interesting question. Is it
0: Paul. is it a bigger pun is it is it a worse offense than taking steroids? Doing what? The blood No, gate. I, I, no I wasn't in, in my wasn't opinion. I know it yeah, yeah, wasn't, yeah. but, there no yeah, but the yeah. reason I say this is because Dean Richards was banned for three years from coaching for blood gate. Gerhard or Gerhard Grobler, the South African second round current player from Munster, got a two-year ban for taking steroids. So rugby dealt with Dean Richards' bloodgate with an extra year than doping. And for me, oh, listen, like, the, by the, the, way, the, the
2: bloodgate thing—it's—it's it's an unbel- It's a great question, Paul. You know, and I've got to say, uh, b- both things Do to me. You want to answer it? Is it oh yeah, well, Oh, it is cheating. But the, and, okay, he was, so and he, so he that was that bad for it, and it's he was and he it It's not
1: I'm, gamesmanship. It's not cynical. It's just cheating.
0: I, I absolutely think it's cheating. Do they, they you don't think that that's that, that's almost like extreme gamesmanship when you compare it to like some of the other well, like th- doping offences? That wasn't
2: on me to decide. That the, yeah. the the governing body decided that that was cheating. And I, I, listen, I, I'm only echoing that. Now what I would say is the governing body did their job there. And what I would say is to go back to the Dublin team and calling oh, them cheats. That's what I would where say, yeah, yeah I, way, yeah, I knew you were going that way, Paul. I saw that coming. <laughs> what I would say is. The referee has to deal with that. The officials have to deal with that. If you're playing a game, a physical game with fifteen guys, you're gonna be pragmatic. You're gonna try and shut the game down. I think there's space for great defence or cynical defence. But we have we have decided the burden to, to to deal with that stuff lies with the referee. That's
0: it does. That's tush. that is what
2: that is absolutely not. That is what we have decided. The referee is there to adjudicate but if the rules. These
0: if, the, if he should have just given
1: Paul, he should have just given it. Very a little free...
0: disincentive in the rules if to do got, what Dublin did.
1: There's the rules. Now uh-hoo. You go through them, you go through them and you, cho- you tell me where it's okay to do what Dublin Dublin did last week. Just for the yeah, listeners. The referee, it's okay. the referee, do you see this?
2: See this? These rules. The referee is supposed to enforce these, well, That's okay. his job. Is it, not, is it or there's not, yeah, Will? There's very little would disincentive you, would you agree? for I'll, Dublin to will, do will, what they did. Will.
0: It's just a black card in the, in the last S- minute. Kieran me, Shannon I, made a good point that's today. that's okay. They should have just I'm not free. saying it's
2: okay, but I'm saying... I, the, I'm calling it cheating. It's, at Paul, I'm calling what you did cheating. I think that is... So pa- that's that not is cheating, cynical. What, what happened last That week. is cynical. We've decided that the referee is... Supposed- so you let's just discuss give him-
1: what cheating is again. I'll ask you more questions about what cheating is, okay?
2: Well, I, I, let, let me tell you one thing, and would you agree with this, The taking amphetamines and taking performance and drugs is cheating. Would you agree with that?
1: Well, I've already said that.
2: So you do agree with that, fine.
1: I've already said that.
2: So you do agree with that. Yeah.
1: Listen, in, in games, in, in sporting about we games we two teams... Let's, int- talk are, let's talk about what we Let's talk about why we're here, Okay.
2: By the way, there we, we should cover some of that stuff because I'd actually like to talk about right. some of the because if you take performance enhancing drugs, you get but you don't just get gains in that period. They last tell forever. What, so I'll tell you what guys, I'll do. Justin
1: Gatlin. I'll tell you what I'll do. Like, they,
2: they should not be allowed to play I'll come the game back again. in
1: here. I mean I have a full and frank discussion about performance enhancing drugs. But I'm here now because of uh, uh what you said about me on Sunday and with regard to my stance on what the Dublin team did. So let's discuss that. Okay? Hmm. Uh, Happy to do
2: so. so I think I've made my stance Very clear I think it's the, the burden to, to, to deal with cynical play Lies with the referee And the judge And the, and the other The people who are The, the uh, Sorry um, um, Umpires, lions, umpires yes. The umpires So in other words
1: If you cheat And you're not caught That's okay
2: Oh I don't think that's but true But that's
1: what you've just said Well it depends what The, 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 the referee didn't is. catch but, it so But that's there's okay. a difference Between cheating Paul And cynical play Exactly So let's explore what that is Okay, oh, now, let's not what that is. So, uh, so I think, I'm, I... I'm running into the box and I've got a defender who's running alongside me and we are coming together and the defender is slightly a bit robust in his challenge, challenge and he gets a yellow card. Now, for me, that's a foul. That is not cheating, that's a foul. That's two players competing for the ball. One goes a little over the top, that's a foul. Okay? Happy, yeah, I agree okay, with that. So yeah. let's, let's roll it there, Colette. And they go a bit further. And the attacker pulls away. The defenders behind him, and he absolutely cleaves him out from behind. He's, he's, it's an absolute. He's gonna score. And the defender decides right. That's it. Bang. He's coming down. Is that cheating? That's cynical play. The referee's supposed to deal with that? That's cynical play. Well, I'd say that's the
0: But cheesy. if the referee Which punished, punished and, the Dublin well, d- players, d- and in this scenario, I presume there would be a red right card for that defender.
1: Did the referee punish the Dublin players? Black no, card did. for Kieran
0: Crackenny. Well, he did to I, the extent of the no, rule. So,
1: so, so we're talking about cheating. Well, let me tell you what cheating is. And this is why I use the term, and I will not withdraw it, But the referee exactly punished what, the what players. it is. Can we, can we just make well, a
2: point? Well, I think the distinction lies, and actually just to turn it, like, why we're here. we've taken... Why we're I think, that like... I think it's cynical play. I think what you did is cheating. I think that's the distinction for me.
0: That's Be, a big because, distinction
1: because the referee didn't catch me. Is that it? I'm not sure. No. said the referee. It's up to the referee to decide this. It's not. This is. A, you're, this is. You were so trying, trying to, to enhancing
0: th- your performance is cheating. I think. Getting, I think you know pulling own, a player down uh, is cynical play. Uh, I, is winning, that
1: the that? Winning, winning the All Ireland. Winning the All Ireland isn't enhancing your performance. What? How's that? How's winning the All Ireland not enhancing your performance?
2: Like, well, You enhance your performance to try and win the All Ireland. Has nothing to do. They're not correlated. Now, What but I would they say are, is
1: absolutely. They're absolutely not. correlated. So the no, ball is the ball is put down. There's a minute left on the clock. Okay. Dave Clark is looking for a man to uh, to pass the ball to. It, to
0: k- they all the go down. To the, the first he thing to kick the, the ball is... to. It. He looks for well, a So was black carded, and I think Cormac Costa was yellow carded. So they were punished to the extent of the law. Kieran Channon made a good point in his column today. If there was a rule whereby if you do a black card offence, it's a 25 meter free. Now that would be a proper punishment. Was
1: that orchestrated? What they did Was it orchestrated? Oh, I would say it
2: absolutely was They are trying to win the game But that's Paul. not cheating
1: That's absolutely so, not cheating So it's orchestrated That three Mayo players Are wrestled to the ground In the dying minutes of the game Give. But that's not cheating In your book
2: It absolutely is not I'll tell you what it is Taking performance <laughs> And giving drugs And giving yourself An unfair advantage we'll In training When everyone else Is doing it the right way That's cheating to me These guys are doing it The right way they are doing it the right way. They're doing it within the rules. The, the referee right is way. supposed to do they're it. This is the right way. You're not doing you know, the right they're no, they're, This is they're, the right sorry, way. Sorry, sorry, excuse me. I've misspoke. <laughs> what I meant to say was they're, they're, there's a big difference. These guys are doing, I actually wasn't relating the cheating thing to them. I was, I was speaking about the Dublin team completely separately. I've already made my stance on that very clear. That is cynical play. The referee is supposed to do it. It is absolutely not cheating. What is cheating is doing performance and answering drugs what but that we're is, doing, and that's why I think that was my original issue is that you're you're like I just think it was an unbelievable conversation for a guy who's been cheating to call the Dublin team a bunch of cheaters I, I just can't believe it. that was and, and that's that is why we are
0: what, here so Paul isn't allowed to raise points about you know cynical play cheating whatever just because he did something well, 20 years is, ago well
2: I think calling someone years. a cheater I take that very seriously and I think that's cynical play and I think what say Paul has done is cheating would you agree with that, Paul?
1: Well, clearly I don't agree with that. As as he as, thinks it's as all easy and You, you, you would, would say, blank
2: it. You would say that that's as bad as taking performance in answer. drugs. I didn't drugs.
1: say it was as bad. I said it was cheating. Would, I didn't say there's degrees. But by branding and all you the You can say that maybe there's no degrees of cheating. I actually think there are degrees of cheating. But I'm telling you, in my book, what they did on Sunday was a disgraceful way to win in Ireland, and it was cheating. And that's what I said on the Off the Ball podcast. And that's the point you took umbrage at. Uh, how does that make me a bully?
2: Oh, well, I, I tell you what I feel but my own feelings on the bully thing is that I feel like you're incredibly aggressive uh, and I think that people are afraid to uh, they, oh, well I know in the rugby circles people are afraid uh, to have dialogue uh, to dialogue with you because they feel they're afraid of you genuinely they are because I think you're you're an angry guy well, and, and well, I think I? And off the back of that I think you're you, there's an, a, a, a feeling out there that you're a bully that's why I said that and I, that's why I'm happy to address the bullying comment now So am I a bully or not? I think you are I think you've been pointing your finger in my face uh, for, for half the show here. You, every time, you know, you are you're, you're brought in masses amounts of, uh, of, well, you know, I suppose it's historical information now to back up a claim about, I, I, I don't know you, what you were trying to do. You were trying to absolve yourself from what I can see of any wrongdoing uh, during this three week stint, which is, I suppose, trying to minimise you know, cheating, what the cheating that you did. I, I think everything here was an intimidation tactic. I think you're a bully.
1: There's
0: absolutely nothing I can say to that. Well done. Nothing else to add? I have nothing to add to that at all. Well, once again, this is just an audio medium, so the two lads actually shook hands after a good, robust discussion, or a frank discussion, as Jim Gavin might say. That's all we have time for in the left wing this week. Thank you so much for listening, and thanks to Paul for coming to the studio as well. If you want to get us, you can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or independent.ie, and we'll actually be back later on this week with an exclusive chat with to Captain Peter O'Mahony, where me and Luke looked back on his eventful summer with the Lions. Thanks so much for listening, and goodbye.